0: Lob Talk Radio. Hey y'all, it's Chad Bearden and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. I'm trying
1: to remember someone I can't forget. Like a song I don't know about. I can't get out of my head. Can't seem to shake the face. Up. Hi, listeners.
0: Welcome to... Uh, Another addition of it is with Murph. Uh today on the show we welcome back our good friend Paxton Martin. Uh, uh formerly of of uh, of uh, country uh of uh, Country Trio Auburn Road. We'll talk with Pax about what she's uh been up to since uh, the last time she was on. Uh brand new music and and, and anything she's uh working on that, that she can talk about. Um, this is gonna be fun. Uh so with that being said, let's go ahead and uh and welcome back uh our good friend Paxton Martin to the show. Hey, Pax, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful, how are you, Cody?
0: I'm doing well. Um, thank you for doing this again today.
1: Of course. It's always a pleasure to be on here.
0: So uh so as I mentioned, um in the intro and we'll just uh, hop right into it. Uh you've got yeah. uh, uh brand new Music uh 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 brand new Music currently out.
1: Yes, I do. I just released a song last Friday called The Line. Um, it's available everywhere you stream music, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, YouTube, all that jazz, Amazon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, awesome. And and as I normally do with with uh, with uh, any guest, really, uh, uh, I did check out the song and and I, as I told you off air, this thing is a dang jam. Thank you. Uh, so 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 let me ask you this: uh, uh, this is actually the uh, the. Uh, uh, uh... first music that you've released uh... since uh... since auburn road am i right that
1: is correct this is the first thing
0: <laughs> so so uh... you know um... i'm um, um, taking it back a little bit uh... to your auburn road days uh... for just a second uh, uh... 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 correct me if i'm wrong but but uh... but after that uh... after you were in that band You took a little break from music, didn't you?
1: I would say yes and no. Um, I definitely took the time, you know, because with Auburn Road breaking up, it was all in the midst of COVID where Mm -hmm. we weren't sure what was happening with the world. Uh, Lives were changing. You know, personal lives were changing. I was moving, you know, all this crazy stuff. People were lonely. So, of course, there was a little break where I knew I still wanted to do music, but I wasn't as active in it. And then I sat down with my manager slash producer, Michael, and I told him, you know, this has always been on my heart. It's always been my calling to do music. So I don't know what my future looks like. I don't know what I'm going to sing or write about, but I just know I want to become a better songwriter, a better singer, a better artist in general. And we took the time to do the work. So behind the scenes, I've been writing, I've been recording, I've been practicing, you know, how to manipulate my voice in different ways and honestly testing out new genres as well. Uh, Because as Auburn Road, I knew who I was in that, but I didn't know who I was without Auburn Road. So it was kind of like a rediscovery for me
0: and that makes total sense. I mean, I mean, uh as with any uh group or duo, I mean, uh uh who you are as an artist uh, uh sort of gets uh gets lost in the shuffle if that makes any sense. Totally.
1: Yeah, cuz you know, so, Auburn Road it was like a mix of all of us together. All of our personalities mm-hmm. were blended in Auburn Road. All of our music tastes were Auburn Road. And then when you mm-hmm. pick it apart, you ask yourself, well, am I Auburn Road now? You know, maturing right. from we were 13 to twenty-one, twenty-two in that group. You know, a lot changes.
0: Oh, I totally get that. The voices change. I mean, you know, it. it it's I, – I, I totally understand. I totally understand that. Uh, uh yeah. but uh what I wanted uh 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 what I wanted to ask about uh about this new single, uh uh, skipping ahead a little bit, uh, uh how did it come to be? I mean, uh uh take me through the writing process of that single.
1: Sure. So I had been like writing for a little bit and I wasn't feeling completely confident with the direction I was going. Like I hadn't found, you know, something that felt like me yet. And I was messing around with some chords on my piano and I had a, a couple lyrics and a concept and I ended up, I don't remember if I filmed myself or if I FaceTimed uh, Michael, my producer slash manager was one of the two. And I said, Hey, what do you think of this? And he says, I like the concept, keep going with it, but, you know, switch this line for this line, and you have the hook. And then I spent the rest of the weekend writing, and I kind of recorded (laughs) a a rough demo, a very rough demo of the song, and I turned it into Michael, and he said, all right, I'm going to mess with the music, and he helped me with the rest of the song. And really the concept for me started with the idea of the phrase, there's a line between love and hate. Mm -hmm. So when I was writing it and I was saying, you know, we push and pull that we find the line, this relationship, this that this person and this other person are in, they have so much passion. They love each other one day, they hate each other the next, but it's passion that they want to move forward, which is why there's that tug line. And once Michael understood what I was trying to say, he helped me, you know, oh, that word isn't the best word. Maybe we'll use it to this one. Oh, if we sing it like this, you can hear the, the lyrics more clearly. Or, oh, what if we did this with the music? And with his help, that's how we got the line.
0: Uh, awesome. Uh, see, uh, See, folks, this is why I enjoy talking to songwriters right here <laughs> because <laughs> – uh, because you get those little nuggets of information that that uh, pretty much nobody else ever gets, and I just absolutely love it, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so, let me ask you this: uh, I know you've been been in the industry for for many years now, uh, but uh, what what's been the biggest lesson this industry has taught you?
1: Oh, I feel like I learn a new lesson every day, honestly. But um, I feel like with the music industry, the biggest lesson I have learned is to be flexible because of how much things change. Um, mm-hmm. the, there's a phrase that my manager says all the time. He says, you know, I'm not married to anything. And He means that because when we're songwriting or recording or even practicing for a performance, you know, one day he'll say this is how it goes or I think this is how something should be or the word we should say or this is what it should be and then something better could come along. And with that, it takes out the ego of everything. And if Mm -hmm. you're flexible in the music industry, you can always go with the flow as the music changes. As life changes, you know, if you are stubborn, it is hard to be in the music industry. It really is. And you can't learn from it either. That's the thing. I feel like I'm learning something new every day because I'm trying to take my ego out of stuff now. I'm trying to get better as an artist, and this is one of the ways that I've really learned how to do that.
0: And and I love what you said uh, about... Uh, about about be, being flexible with things because 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 new things crop up uh crop up every day and 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 that's exactly what it's like being a podcast host. <laughs> I mean yeah. I mean uh uh I will tell you this. Uh I'll book a guest one day and then then they'll 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 message me like like uh two or three days before showtime and be like be like hey, I'm sorry I can't do the show or whatever, you know. I'm sick or something's coming oh. up or whatever. And mm-hmm. have to be flexible with that. I mean I mean, uh and nine times out of ten when when that happens, uh, uh uh I'm like all right, Murph. Uh, you, you, you can either either be down about this or or, as a buddy of mine says, um, um, this is just this is just a minor a minor setback for a major comeback.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yes.
0: <laughs> so and and I've learned, like you said, to, to uh, be flexible uh, even in the podcast industry because literally nothing's set in stone until the person is on the phone with you. Very true.
1: Very true. Okay. It happens with gigs, too. You know, I remember in Auburn Road, oh, there were instances where uh, maybe we were opening for somebody, and our set was originally 25 minutes, and we get there, and they say, it's 15, or we're supposed to have a sound check, and we get there, and there might be sound issues, or they're running behind, and, oh, we don't have mm-hmm. a sound check. We just have to figure it out as we go, you know? It's, right. it's very, very important to be flexible in this industry.
0: Oh, I totally get it. I totally understand that, and and I think uh, a most, if not a, a most, if not all, creative people are like that. Oh, uh, uh, whether you're, whether whether you're a singer like yourself, whether you're a podcast host, whether you're an actor. I mean, you, in the uh, entertainment industry in general. You've got to be flexible. Yep. So, uh, uh, I'm going back to uh, well. Let's go back a couple of years when 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 everything shut down with the world and and uh, and and uh, and everybody was was stuck at home. Uh was there ever a time during that, uh where you said, Oh crap, my career's over?
1: You know, I hate to admit it, but I did have an instance like that. Um, partly because I felt like we were on a roller coaster with Auburn Road. We were uh creeping up, you know, that we're going up the roller coaster and we're about to go down that big drop and it was going to be amazing and instead of a drop it just went (laughs) there was no drop it just went straight (laughs) and
0: the bottom fell out completely i understand
1: (laughs) completely they're like oh get off the ride you know and it sucks because you know we were opening for rascal flats and we were supposed to open for them again that previous or that summer we were supposed to finish the radio tour you know we had all these opportunities lined up and obviously the world had other plans and there, there was nothing we could have done to predict a, a global pandemic, unfortunately. And honestly, nobody was scot-free after the, the pandemic, but there was a time where yeah. it was just confusing because you didn't even know if live music was going to be back. You know, there was a, a mm-hmm. moment for a lot of people where we were questioning how is music going to survive? Like, of course, People were going to continue to make music, but are we just gonna do zoom concerts forever? was that the future we didn't we didn't know
0: uh, i remember uh and this is one of the the uh, first instances i remember of of things shutting down I was sitting there watching the uh NCAA tournament that year, and uh i forgot uh who was playing, and 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 one of the uh, uh, sports information directors tweeted, "They're like uh, the teams aren't coming out after halftime." I'm thinking, "Okay, is there a bomb threat? Uh-huh. Is there a fire? What's happening?" You know, and, right. and then uh, and, and about about probably 15, 20 minutes after that, they go, "The game's canceled." I'm going, "Huh?" <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and, and then, of course, news broke about about a COVID and 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 things uh, things uh, having to shut down immediately and and yep. <laughs> and and I'll be honest with you, I know you mentioned Zoom concerts and stuff earlier. About the first probably three weeks of of COVID lockdowns, uh, I'd be on social media. And there would be, like, 20 lives on Instagram. I'm I, I'm going, <laughs> yep. what is happening right now, you know? Uh, there's never <laughs> this many people alive on Instagram at the same time. Never.
1: Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and no, we didn't have anything else to do at that time, you know? And right. we were doing, uh, I think we were doing pajama concerts. <laughs> We'd get up dressed in our pajamas and <laughs> do concerts.
0: I think cars. I we remember to that, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, it was honestly my favorite little concerts we would do because we were comfortable and it was fun, and right. a lot of people tuned in because no one had anything else to do.
0: Right, and then they started uh, started uh, putting on on live concerts f- for for uh, uh, people in their cars. That was kind of weird. I'm going to mm-hmm. be honest with you. That was kind of <laughs> weird. But hey. But, but but uh but like you said, you 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 uh um, do what you have to do. And mm-hmm. and I'll tell you this. Uh being serious now I'll tell you this. I've never seen an industry uh rally around its people, uh or or uh other fans or anybody. Like the music industry, uh uh. um. um. did during that during that time i've never seen that happen in my life yeah and, and and not even that i mean i mean subsequent things that have happened in nashville you know uh. uh. the the christmas day bombing the uh. the nashville tornadoes a couple of years ago uh. the mm-hmm. music industry uh. the music industry in its in um 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 in and of itself um despite its sometimes very obvious flaws uh when when uh, crap hits the fan, they will rally. I like nothing I've ever seen true cool. mhm and it's
1: definitely beautiful to see at that
0: moment oh absolutely and and it and it's and and it uh it uh, it makes me proud to be covering this industry. Mm-hmm. Because I because I love
1: that.
0: I love music with literally every single fiber of my being. It's just not even funny, and 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 I'm I'm gonna kind of uh tip my own horn here for a second, but uh <laughs> uh to do what what. I get to do, and and the show's 12-year anniversary is coming up um, in a little over a month. I've been at this 12 years.
1: Uh, Wow, that's amazing. A
0: a 10 cover in the music industry, which is weird to me, but anyway. uh, (laughs) uh, To do what I get to do, uh, I get to talk to some of the most incredibly uh, talented people like yourself, and... And be able to tell y'all very, very dear friends is one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Aww. That's so cool. I tell people this all the time. Uh, I'm going to keep doing this until y'all tell me to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So... So let me ask you this uh this uh um, i know uh i know like you said earlier uh you got the opportunity to to uh, open up for uh, rascal flats and did some other things uh, uh what is the uh hidden cost of the life you've signed up for i mean whether that's missing birthdays whether that's missing important stuff like graduations, et cetera. What is the uh, hidden cost of this life?
1: Honestly, it is what you're saying. Um, Especially during that time, like you have to trade things for what you want. You know, I always, I used to say this when I was in high school because I don't know if this is super common, but I went to like a hybrid high school where I went to high school three days a week in school and then did the rest online so that mm-hmm. I could travel for music and I could live that life. And I used to say, I'm trading a prom dress for a Grammy dress one day,
0: you know? <laughs> right. And I made that decision. That's a fair trade, I'd say.
1: That's what I think that. But I made that decision early on, That's a fair trade anyway.
0: Right. <laughs> My my friends
1: even knew, too, like, I'm not going to be able to hang out all the time. It's nothing to do with you. But, you know, I was rehearsing five days a week. I was Mm -hmm. having shows on the weekends and doing interviews on days, and I'd be gone for months at a time. You know, that was what I traded was personal time, the things that other people my age were doing. Maybe they were going on vacation Maybe they were going to prom. Maybe they were going um, away to college. You know, whatever it is, my past is different. And I had to be okay with that, and I made a decision early on that I was okay with the trade, which I think is important because you don't want to feel right. like you robbed yourself of something. And I never want to live with right. regrets, and I sure don't regret it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. You know, you know, and that always brings me back to a line in – in the video for uh, uh, Maren Morris's I-, "I Could Use a Love Song," where the actress says mm-hmm. uh, uh, something like, uh, "I don't want to live uh, the rest of my life regretting that I never even tried." Mm. That's true, and and, and that's like me with this podcast. I mean, I mean, I started this Joker with literally no experience in radio whatsoever. Just because my friends were doing it, <laughs> um, you know, that old saying: uh, if your friends jumped off a bridge, would you jump too? Well, I jumped. Right. <laughs> well, I jumped. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, just, just, uh, uh, so I mean, I started this podcast with literally no, uh, no experience whatsoever, and I'll be honest with you: the first maybe handful of years of the show. I was glued to my phone, just grinding i mean uh uh emailing calling people uh trying to set up up uh uh these interviews I was just grinding and and so I totally understand uh where you're 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 uh coming from on that i totally understand i totally understand the grind <laughs>
1: It's necessary work, <laughs> and it does pay Absolutely, off. it is, it and,
0: and 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 even almost eleven years later, mm-hmm. I, uh, I still haven't let up. I'm still emailing people. I'm still calling. I'm still, you know, trying to trying to put my name out there, and yeah. and and I think it might have paid off because. <laughs> Because I found out this year that, that in October, I got my, my, uh, fourth straight Josie Music Award nomination.
1: Wow. As amazing. soon as I heard that, I'm
0: like, I'm like, are you actually serious? You read that right? That's what Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and... and and, and the thing about it is uh, uh, whether whether I win or not is is inconsequential. Whether I win or not, right. frankly, I don't care. But uh, uh, I'm actually nominated with a, a a very very dear friend of mine in the podcast industry, so I'm rooting for her. No. Uh, you are
1: awesome,
0: yeah, uh, Cody. yeah, I mean, see, see, that's the thing with me. I don't care about awards. I don't care about accolades. I don't care about any of that. I am. I'm just happy to see uh, uh, see other people succeed. Mm. And. And if 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 I have some small part in that, then that's even better, you know? But 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 I just wanna see 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 a good people succeed. I love that.
1: And, that's a great and uh have.
0: yeah, and and that's what I've always said. I mean I mean I mean, even back when I started the show that's what I've always said. It's never about me. It's it 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 uh. I won't ever be about me. It's about you guys. Aww. that's beautiful, Cody. So, <laughs> you know, and and I'm sure you know this, and and I'll say it in anyway. I'm one of those people that I'm fiercely, fiercely, fiercely loyal. Mm-hmm. If I care about you and what you're doing. Uh, there's, li- there's, there's next to nothing I wouldn't do for you.
1: And well, we appreciate having you, people like you in our lives. Let me tell you, <laughs> you have supported <laughs> uh, me through all of my different versions. <laughs> Of me, <laughs> in the group and, outside of the group,
0: <laughs> and I tell you, uh, uh, when you win a Grammy, uh, uh, because it's coming, there's no doubt in my mind it's coming. I'll be there front and center. Oh,
1: you're making me cry.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, I think I better uh wrap this up before b- before before we uh both start bawling like babies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good idea.
0: <laughs> so so uh um the last thing I wanted to ask uh I know you just released uh, uh uh the new single the line uh but but is there any plans for a solo EP or a solo album?
1: Yes. There are plans. Um, When that will be is not completely clear yet because I'm still writing and still recording to make sure when I do put out this album, it is my best foot forward and really encompasses who I want to be as an artist. And the line is just a little taste for everybody.
0: Awesome. And, And I cannot wait to hear uh, what's next from you. I cannot wait.
1: Well, you know I'll share it with you. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Uh, you know, and that's another thing. Uh, uh, over the years, I've I've been sent so much unreleased music over the years, and I've never I've never shared it early. I mean, I, my conscience will not allow me to do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My um, conscience will not allow it, uh, and and I feel like I built up uh, uh, enough trust in the industry, where where whereas I don't want to break that trust by doing something stupid like like uh, sharing a uh, sharing a uh, unreleased song early. I don't want to do that.
1: We appreciate you for that because so many times you see these big artists and you hear the stories of, oh, someone released their song early and you have to wonder who in their camp did that. But, no, you are very trustworthy, and it's good to have you on our side.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, this has been so much fun. Thank you again for doing this.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And, and. I know you know this, but uh, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I don't care what it is, uh, uh, you know where to find me.
1: I appreciate you always. Thank you so much.
0: Absolute. Absolutely. Uh, so I think I'm going to uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. But but like I said, this has been, been uh, so great catching up with you today. So good to catch up with you. I
1: can't wait to talk to you about my new stuff, hopefully pretty soon.
0: All right, and and please let's not wait three years to do this again. <laughs>
1: no, let's not wait three years.
0: <laughs> All right, Pax, I'll talk to you later, okay?
1: Okay, bye, Cody.
0: All right, bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with with uh, the lovely Miss Paxton Martin. Uh, let's say next Tuesday at at well uh, well I, I was about to say I had something going but I don't so so uh, as soon as as soon as I get something booked for uh, next Tuesday I'll I'll let you guys know uh, so I think with that I think I'm gonna end the episode right here uh, you've been listening to uh, uh, this with Murph. thank you and goodbye.